If you've ever loved an addict, you may have reached an exhausted, painful point where you felt broken and were struggling to just keep it all together. I am Kim Moore, and this is Smiling Again, where in each episode we remind you that you are not alone. Together, one thing at a time, we will take small steps to introduce little changes into your life to help you let go, break free of guilt, and live with self-compassion so that you can feel good on the inside and start smiling again. Welcome back to another episode of Smiling Again. This week, we're going to talk about letting go of emotional pain from the past and those of us who have loved and lost someone to any addiction we fully understand the weight of this topic. I found myself saying something out loud last week and it was during an interview that I was giving and I said that I was building the Blossom community because I didn't want other people to feel the pain that I had felt, the guilt that I had felt. And I thought that if I can build the Blossom community and help other people along on their healing journey, if I can do that well, then maybe that will make up for how I let my husband down. So when a friend heard me say this, she said something to me. She said, I'm willing to wager that Chris, who's passed away and who's healed now, that he wants to hold you and say he's sorry for all the family has gone through. The greatest forms of love are forgiveness of self and others and the ability to let go. So when she said that, it made me think. And just the fact that I said those words out loud made me realise there's a lot more work to do around letting go. And letting go is just so important. Letting go of that emotional pain from the past It's so incredibly important because changing our lives, putting our lives back together in a healthy way, building something healthy and happy, it's all made possible when we forgive and we let go. So clearly, this has been something that's been challenging for me. I know it's not easy. What I've noticed is that each time that I speak, a little bit more comes out, more truth comes out, more honesty comes out. And I always say, you know, with every word we heal, and I really truly believe that, it's, you know, those things that you bury, that you bury deep down, the things that you don't want to talk about, those are the things that we need to talk about, that we need to get out. Getting things out is a good thing. It, it requires a lot of honesty. And it takes a lot of honesty to heal. And that's not just honesty with others. It's honesty with yourself. When you've loved an addict, you will have most likely felt shame or guilt for something. 
for the times when you reacted to them, for the phone calls that you didn't answer, for the messages that you ignored, the times that you walked away. There's also possible guilt for the enabling that you may have taken part in. If only I would have held my stance and had firm boundaries. If only I would not have bought the drink. If only I would not have lied to others for him. And that list could go on. Alcoholism, in my case alcoholism, it makes us sick too. I just, I certainly didn't know it. I didn't understand that because I was so focused on trying to find ways to stop the drinking. And I spent a disproportionate amount of time trying to help my husband, sacrificing my own health, my own physical and mental health without even realizing that I was doing that. So it's time to let go, to forgive ourselves and to forgive our loved ones. I think I've been stuck here for quite some time. I even have a wonderful book. I bought it years ago. And it's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And I even have certain pages in here with the corners turned and marked. (laughs) Oh, they're, they're marked, certain ones that are bent there. You know, obviously I got stuck there. Um, so page 44, many ways to change. Page 59, I am unworthy creates procrastination. And page 67, letting go. I never got past there. Letting go hasn't been easy for me. As humans, we have this ability to feel pain. We all do. It's what makes us human. Um, But we all deal with that pain differently. There's different ways to deal with it for the pain. And for some time, I wondered what letting go actually meant. And I think I probably avoided it because I didn't want to let go of my husband's memory. I didn't understand the difference between the two. The idea of letting go to me felt like saying goodbye. And I didn't want to do that. I couldn't do that. So I held on for a really long time. But now for me, because I've been learning, letting go means moving forward with the painful experience, moving forward in a healthy way, in a way that allows me to grow as a person. There's a letting go exercise on page 67 in You Can Heal Your Life. And I wanted to share that with you. Take a deep breath. And let it out. Do that with me. Do it one more time. Perhaps you feel a little bit lighter just after doing that bit of breathing. Breathing is so, so important. Now in here, the exercise says, I am willing to let go. I release. I let go. 
I release all tension. I release all fear. I release all anger. I release all guilt. I release all sadness. I let go of all old limitations. I let go and I am at peace. I am at peace with myself. I am at peace with this process of life. I am safe. So you want to go over that exercise a few times. I'm finding that it's um, definitely helpful along with other things in the book. And there's a few other things that have helped me let go over time. This has definitely been a process. It's not something that just happens by reading a phrase in a book. It's a process. And these are all the different things that I have done. So I hope perhaps they might help you. And the first thing that I've done is I've definitely got to a place where I found some positivity through the traumatic events that we've that we've gone through. Um, I'm not grateful that I lost my husband and that we've been through these events. But what I am grateful for is the person that I've grown to become through this experience as a result of what we've been through. I'm grateful for finding my purpose through all of this creating the Blossom community to help others heal too. I have put a great deal of focus on taking care of me. Yes, there's all my other responsibilities of taking care of my children and my finances, being a good friend. But now there is a big focus on taking care of me and I'm committed to my healing journey and I do the work on myself self-care every single day it's so important the other thing that I've done is I've allowed those negative emotions to flow oh my god they were bottled up for so long and I had built up these walls and everything was hidden in behind the walls it wasn't healthy at all I now let those emotions flow but the thing is is that I don't let them carry me away I've learned how to observe them for what they are as emotions, observing them and letting them go. I've given myself permission to talk about the experience. No one talks enough about losing a loved one to addiction. No one talks enough about addiction. It's so terribly misunderstood. It is an illness. And we need to talk about it. And we definitely need to talk about it when someone dies. But people don't. Because of the shame and not wanting to create a bad name for their loved one. There's no shame in it. It's an illness. And I give myself permission to talk about it. It's not always easy. But I think it's incredibly important. And I surround myself with others. No longer keeping myself hidden in isolation like I did so much over the last years. I recognized that staying in isolation really wasn't helpful for myself. If anything, you know, I just went further inward and sunk even lower. I initially found connection in my running group, filling myself up with energy from people in the group. They were so incredibly supportive and they still are. And now I'm able to give that support back to others who need it too, which is a wonderful feeling. I also volunteer for various charities and that's another way that I'm giving to others and that 
helps fill others up and helps me feel good too. And I also surround myself with others who understand what I'm going through. Others who have felt the pain of losing a loved one to addiction. Others who understand what that means and the traumas, the many, 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 many traumas, big traumas that we've been through, the things we've seen, the things we've heard, the things that have happened. I've surrounded myself with others who understand that by creating the Blossom community where we can all come together. And it's been incredibly helpful. It's definitely... Uh, it's helping my healing journey. It's accelerating it uh, so much, which is just wonderful. And I'm so grateful for. The other thing that I've noticed is that emotions can get blocked in our body. <laughs> I hold all sorts of emotions um, in my shoulders, in my neck, in my back. I find myself just holding myself, even holding my breath. Uh, just this morning at uh, a roundabout, a traffic circle, um, a big, big vehicle was beside me and creeping up behind me. And I found myself like <gasps> holding my breath and I hold my breath a lot, which has caused a lot of problems for me in my upper neck and shoulders. And I'm working through that with breath work and yoga, creating space to heal. And I'll share more on that in, in another episode, um, sharing that experience, because I'm still working through it. And I'm sure I'll always be working through that one. And now, lastly, I'm giving myself permission to forgive myself. Love is always the answer to any healing. Love and honesty, an awful lot of honesty. And the path to love is forgiveness. We've got to start by forgiving ourselves and then forgiving our loved ones too. To put our lives back together in a healthy way, we have got to let go of the painful emotions from the past. So if there's three things that you're going to take away from this, three things that can help you let go, try to take care of you. That's one thing. Try to talk about it more. It's the second thing. And the third thing is to surround yourself with others who lift you up. Don't stay in isolation. There's some wonderful exercises in the book that I mentioned by Louise Hay. You can heal your life. Um, there's a number of episodes on uh, exercises on letting go and forgiveness um, I'll also be sharing more information about a forgiveness workshop that we'll, we'll be offering. These are all, all, all things that I am doing as part of my own healing journey. And they'll be made available to others in the Blossom community. So I hope that those three things, if you can work on those three things, I promise you it's part of the process towards letting go. Um, and I hope that you have found that helpful. And I look forward to sharing more of my healing journey with you next week. Um, sharing more things that hopefully can help you start smiling again. This has been Smiling Again, hosted by me, Kim Moore. Let's walk this journey together, 
one thing at a time, taking small steps, little actions every day, which can help you let go and start smiling again. Don't forget, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. See you next week. Thank you.